14 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our SMME exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And we continue with the second part uh, this week uh, of our discussion with uh, micro-entrepreneurs in the township and uh, village economy uh, that have been affected by the social unrest that we saw in parts of Guazulu-Natal and uh, also in parts of the Gauteng City region. And this evening is certainly no different. We're joined by two entrepreneurs, one in Dibkluf uh, out in Soweto and uh, one in Inanda in KZN. And that's Tandi Johnson and Nogukanya Makatini respectively. Uh, good evening, uh, Tandi and uh, Nogukanya, and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening, Ayabonga. Good evening, Ayabonga. Gunja, and Gapilego? Yeah, Sepi. Yeah, uh, I mean, life goes on. Yeah, yeah, notwithstanding, so, of course, what has happened, but uh, yeah, all else considered, uh, I certainly understand the great difficulties uh, that uh, both of you are in. And maybe, uh, yeah. you know, since Nogukanya, let's maybe start off with you. If you could mm-hmm. just briefly. Talk to us about the business you were operating uh, prior to the developments of the 13th, 14th oh. of July uh, oh, out yeah. in Inanda. Okay, because we still hope that we rise again. Mm, mm. Let me oh. maybe give uh, a Tandi an opportunity as well, and uh, right. talk just briefly, I guess, about the scale of the damage. Uh, so Tandi, you're out in uh, Deep Kloof, uh, and uh, yeah, what, what business were you operating before, I guess, uh, the unrest and the damage that that wrought? Okay, first I want to say good evening to you. Mm. So we're not trading mm. at the moment. Mm. 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 So sad. Sorry, Tandi. Oh, no <sighs> mm. You know, uh, and I want us maybe to start with yours because, yeah. I mean, if we think, oh, both horrific stories, I, yeah. I must add. Yeah. But I want us to start off just w- with yours there in KZN. And mm-hmm. we'll come back to, to what happened to Sistandi's business. Yeah. But if I think about the digital divide in our society... Mm. In a society where just to apply for a job, you're expected to print, photocopy, make copies, yeah. scan, do so many things. Yet we right. know many mm. of the households we come from don't have a printer, let alone a device yes. that would you would print from. So, so that's yes. the reality. So you, the reality. you serve a need. Mm. What does it feel like when many of the people who normally come in as customers now come in as the people who are destroyers in chief? It's so sad. It's so sad because we had customers that are even literally crying because um, there's there the other one who came and asked me, uh, his, her child is going to fail the school assignment because there's no way to submit the assignment since now the business is looted. So they really don't know how they're going to do it. They do not even have a smartphone they do not even have the resources of submitting the assignment at home. They, they were relying on our business. Now, the business is gone. Not just them. No, right now, um, the youth, the, the, those ones who are in metric, we are having phone calls. What are we going to do? We need to apply for CEO. We need to apply for this and that. Mm. We don't know where to go right now. Mm. It's, 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 it's so sad what is happening in the community of Inanda. The business people printing their quotations. It's, it's so sad. It, the, the reality has really struck now to mm. the whole of our community. It's not just us as Stepping Stone Technologies, mm. but the whole community of Inanda. <sighs> yeah. Sustandi? So um, I want to bring you in because we know, even from the lockdown level five, that the events oh. industry has effectively been on a go slow since. I mean, I don't know how many events you've done but I can uh, since then, but I can assure you it's probably a lot less than what you would have done were it not for COVID-19. Now, you hit with that shock and then 
you know, found ourselves in level four, you are then hit with another second order shock, which is that of the social unrest. I mean, it's so sad to hear you say, you know, that you found some of your stock lying just meters away from the shop. So people weren't necessarily taking it just, you know, to go and, and take it per se, but it was just about, I guess, wanton vandalism and destruction. Anything from microwaves, fridges, CCTV cameras, you know, furniture, shop fittings, equipment. Yo, Siswam. Well, I don't know if there's a question there, but I no, there isn't. Comment. There isn't. I just want to hear your comment um, because yeah. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that there's been the shock of not being able to operate because of COVID-19. There's now the shock of having your business destroyed in this type of fashion. Uh, I want you maybe to pause and maybe think about this question: What is needed for you to recover both from both of these shocks? Oh. Um, and more importantly, you know, I guess there's also the speed with which that type of support needs to be extended to you. So I'll come back to you, Sistandi, uh, to maybe get some uh, comments and reflections on, on that question. Okay. 22 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our SME exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And we continue to uh, speak to uh, small businesses that have been affected by the unrest in uh, Guazul Natal and Gauteng that we saw uh, in the earlier parts of the month of July. And I'm joined by Tandi Johnson from TWJ Party Line Shop at uh, Deepcliff Square in Soweto and also joined by Nogukanya Makatini from Stepping Stones Technologies, which uh, was uh, or is based out at Dube Village Mall in Inanda in Guazulu Natal. So, Tandi, uh, before we went to the break, I guess I was asking how and maybe what would be needed um, to recover from the double shock uh, you know, one from COVID-19, but also from the social unrest and also maybe the speed with which, um, you know, that needs to happen. Because, you know, if somebody says you first have to apply and then there's another committee that will sit for another six months, um, I, do you think you have enough of that time to be able to, to, I guess, go through that type of process? Well, first I'll say this. Um, we're responsible for this. But of course you saw but some you of you don't know yeah. because that is the community that was supposed to protect us. Mm. And you Other saw some communities of could do it. I mean, and AA to unfortunately failed us. So how do I go back and look at these people and service them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult. <laughs> That's why no amount of money can fix this because in some of our shops, like for example, my display, what you see first before you enter my shop, it was put together by my late father and my brothers. So people don't know when they see structures up, which what motivates us to open the doors every day. And that display is gone. Mm, mm, mm. And this is what people don't understand, the extent of the pain. It is not about obtaining stock or open the doors. and mm. It does not end there. Sure. It's a lot that is involved. We have got families that we are looking after. We have got employees. And now something like this happens. It's just, it's uncalled for. I don't care how hungry people can be, but this had nothing to do with hunger. It was just hatred and a lot of disrespect for a black business because nothing happened to white businesses. I'm not saying it should have happened to white businesses but black on black is totally unacceptable. I find it very difficult to accept mm. this. It's going to take a very long time to forgive and forget, but sure, I am sure. very hurt, deeply, yeah. deeply. 
Sis no kanya. So mm, mm, sorry yeah. sorry moya nje because ndiyakuva kwa indlela othethangayo that um you know this is uh, justifiably <laughs> and uh, reasonably very painful. Um so I want you to just maybe I guess take take a minute there. But uh, sis no kanya. Yes. I mean it's quite clear umkozu you know umkhonto kwaze endlini. You know, in many ways, I mean, and and this is this is why we felt it so important. I mean, last week we also had a chance to speak, you know, to two entrepreneurs who who experienced the yeah. same one in Nekuruleni and one, you know, out in KZN as well. Uh, and the point that we're trying to get at is some people might put across a viewpoint that this was about disrupting white mm. business or white monopoly capital. But as I say again, umkontukwazenzini in this case, mm, yeah, true. because the people who have been on the receiving end, certainly from what we're hearing, are mm. black businesses who are trying to build up their enterprises while also being, you know, uh, uh, people who are making valuable contributions, immeasurable yeah. contributions yes. to the self-same communities. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I would first like to agree with you, Sistandi. I agree with yeah. on that point. Since mm. on your end, when I, I mean, if you consider the rebuilding process, mm. I guess there's two parts to it. What you need by way of equipment to continue your operations. But I would also think that uh, yeah. there's also a big question marks now around in that particular center you are involved in, around securing mm. that place. Because this is probably not the last time we're going to see this, certainly from what some people are suggesting. Yeah. We, we still have hope, though. We really still have hope, a lot of hope, to rebuild the business. And um, talking about the contributions that we made, my sister had to pull out all of her pension fund to invest in this business. I had to draw all of my, all of my savings to invest in this business as it was just looted in one day. Before even COVID-19 or after COVID-19, we were even struggling. I heard some people talking about, hey, insurance is a call car. What insurance? We had to cut costs because of the COVID-19. And that insurance, unfortunately, had to go. Now, this happened. We don't even have insurance at the moment. It's so sudden. So we, the business is badly damaged. The things that we might need, of course, it is the security uh, securing a reasonable business space in a relevant area as we always wanted to be. And then it also needs to be accessible to the historical disadvantaged community, community as it has been our vision. Still going back to the area of Finanda, but the historical disadvantaged community, we still want to go there and provide the services that, that we did. Uh, the damage, if we calculate, it's, it's, it's it's a plus or minus 1.5 million with 50 desktop computer sets, mm. chairs, digital color multifunction, network printer, the heat press, sublimation machines, vinyl cutters, the projectors, CCTV cameras, networking, cabling, and sure. also the shop fitting, the shelving, because everything must start from scratch. We literally have nothing right now. And the landlords, have, have they come in in any way to assist? Uh, we, we do have people who came in and, and, and promised. We, we, we submitted, we, we typed letters, we've emailed. Uh, but that, then again, we don't have anything tangible in our hands. They say, oh, so-and-so has come forward to say they will assist on the business. Mm. We're just still hoping that uh, someone will come. Sure. And it's also unfortunate because we really don't have time 
right now it was the first month without income mm. to us and also to our staff. They can't even apply for the 350 social grant because they are registered in the Department of Labor. But what about TERS? I mean, are you not able to access TERS? We we're trying to, to, to access UIF at the moment, yeah. but the system is still processing. So we're still waiting for it. Can ah, you imagine? It's already UIF, please, man. UIF, yeah. please, mm. please, please. The bills are still on. Oh. Everything is still on, but we still have to wait for that UIF, okay. which is right. still processing at the sure. moment. All right. Sister Andy, let me bring you <laughs> back. Uh, because I want to come back to the point that you're raising. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think one of our listeners... Uh, you know, um, Raymond Montimabua, they're saying, I'm glad that Sistandi brought up the element of trust because it's widely ignored. People thought that the only way back to normal business operations is just through payment of insurance and sasria. But the issue of confidence and trust from mm. owners is something that you can't repair with cash. And I think that's an important point related to what you were saying earlier on. And, and I sit here asking myself, you know, you've got people you've employed, you've built up know-how in this space, you've built up a client base, you, you've built up relationships with some suppliers who supply you with stuff, who also employ people. What would be needed, uh, Sistandi, to get onto a path of repairing the trust that you might have had in that community? And it might even be, I guess, in a different community within the township economy. But what would need to happen that would at least totomalis and now have gone, okay, you know, you're not scared to operate again. Uh, so that we we make sure that we continue to get businesses like yours at the center of the vitality of the township economy. Well, number one, uh, sure. people need to understand the, the, the extent of the pain they have caused. Mm. And there's rumors that this is going to happen again. Mm. Now, there is no assurance from anybody Mapoisa, our president, I, I don't feel assured. Do you understand? Because this happened in front of the police mm. and nothing much was done. Mm. So now when I, uh, you donate to my, to my business, I go and open the doors. And, and what confidence do I have that it's not going to happen again? And the only confidence will come from people talking. You need to talk about what happened and how to prevent it from happening again. That is the assurance. People think, it's enough. That's not a starting point. Mm. We need to talk about this, address issues, and make sure that the, the root cause of this is attended to. And, it's and, not about hunger. And what do you think it the root not cause about is? Hunger. Do you think it's lawlessness, just in general? If South Africa has got no law and order. Number one, people that stole stuff from our shop were selling the stuff behind the center. Mm. They, they have no fear. A guy came the following day and said to me, my old lady, not Islamic, but you need to understand. The insurance is opatala, so it's over right. Mm. Do you understand? He's saying this to my face. Mm. Kids, six-year-olds, coming to my shop, saying we are looking for amateurs. They don't understand what is going on. So you think if you come and, and rebuild on top of this, Ish, it's going to make me open the door and smile again? Yo. I don't think so. Yo. 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 We need to sit and talk. And this country needs 
law and order. That's what we need in this country. There's too much impunity. People do as they please. They are not scared. They are selling our stuff in front of us. anything. We went to the police station. We wrote a statement from here to Robben Island. What is going to happen? Nothing. If I see somebody having my stuff, what, am I, what power do I have to go and approach that person? I don't have. Because I don't feel the assurance from our SAPS, from our very president. I don't have that. Mm. So we mm. need to be armed. Moguti, people need to assure us that we are going to protect us like other communities. It was done in other communities. Sure. So sure. it can be done in ours. Okay. Do you understand? No, no, no. No, no, no. Nasenanda, you think the two stages and I, and I like what mama is saying that yeah, if we think we're going to throw money at the problem we've got a bigger problem that yeah, we first course. have to sit down and have a dialogue at a community level a discussion and when I say dialogue I'm not talking about a talk shop yeah. I'm not talking about that mm-hmm. uh, but a, a meaningful dialogue that explains to people mm. the implications of what it is that they are doing but I think the second part is to make sure that if we expect that this is going to arise again, how do we secure our spaces, which are critical to many of our own communities? What, what's your view on that? I mean, th- this idea of some of the things that we can practically do, mm. uh, because mm. there are many people who are listening into the show, young people in Nanda who are saying, how can I be of assistance? I'm sitting at home, I've got nothing, mm-hmm. but I want to be of assistance in being yeah. part of the solution. Right, yes, I'm oh, oh, mm. not the hanger. It's the mindset to not akusama group baba delete as yet as umamtandi ekuluma abakale manje let us start implementing this to say you know what you already know the damage that that has happened so kuzo understand in the mind because that's where the problem is and mangabe if we open doors again and this happens again really it's the truth what guarantees us what happened won't happen again there's nothing we even scared to go and claim in Batazetu. Some people are telling us that our computers are there, our chairs are there, but we're scared. We're not even sure. Can you imagine coming at somebody's house and say, hey, I hear that you have uh, our chairs. Let me just check. And what if they're there? Am I safe? No, I'm not. Mm. Guys, we're going to have to leave it here. Um, and I really wish we would have had a bit more time because... Uh, I mean, I think these are stories that the South African public needs to know. But they are also stories that we need to draw lessons from and have practical solutions to. And I think you've given us, uh, you know, some direction on how we must agitate and how we must must move going forward. And I want to thank the pair of you uh, for joining us this evening. No Kanya Makatini um, and uh, no Mamutandi Johnson uh, of uh, the Stepping Stone Technologies and uh, TWJ Partyland Shop out in Inanda and in Deep Kloof, respectively. Thank you very much to the two of you. I wish you strength um, during this rebuilding. Uh, and I certainly hope that this is not the last time we're going to be talking. Yeah. Hey, you know, Mzwakem Bulli used to have a, a poem. Mangati uh, used to because essentially he sang Um Eti ukulimala And I think we need to find that poem. Um, I think I said ukulimala I think or something like that. Uglimala gomzim, uglimala gomdeni, uglimala gompagat. 
Um, and I think we need to recognize that. Um, that if we only think the solution is just about throwing money at just the firms and the household, uh, then we fail to recognize that there's something more deeper and existential um, that is, you know, symptomatic of ukulimala kwenondo zetu. Ukulimala kwenondo zetu. And, you know, amakosa say injala inamanyala. But I, I would argue that elinye inyala esichongene nalo. And I think that's something we're going to have to really pay some attention to rather than maybe the lip service that we've been paying. We're going to take a brief break now. When we come back, we're going to be talking about black conservatives.